Welcome to the Andrea K Show. She's blonde, five foot two, and 102 pounds of dynamite in a dress. Here she is, Andrea K. Welcome back. Welcome back. <laughs> welcome to. Well, let's kind of welcome back. Welcome back from 24 hours ago. <laughs> Happy Friday. This is the Friday night edition of the Andrea K Show. We made it through a long week. But by the way, there was there used to be a time when Friday was like a slow news day, right? That was the day with that if you had some bad news, you know, the government did or the politicians, they would drop it on a Monday. Because nobody would be paying attention. Now it's like we've got major news that's breaking on Fridays these days. In fact, so much that I was a little torn as to what to open the show with. But I think it's the breaking news that took place in the New York City courtroom in the E. Jean Carroll trial uh, that I'm going to talk about uh, to start the show tonight. Because I think it is emblematic, symbolomatic. Uh, um, it's not symbolomatic. It's symbolic. Um, all the all the different ways that you can you can describe this of all the ills ills and everything that's a, a affecting uh, our country tonight. I think it's very symbolic, even more so in some ways than the border. We will get to the border, though, absolutely tonight. We're also going to talk about uh, education, of course. Friday means Bob Walters, but I've even got. Um, as we're talking about 2024, guess what has resurfaced just in time for people to be thinking about replacing Joe Biden? Hmm. Stay tuned. We're going to share that with you. Before we go any further, I got to bring in my pod and crime every night of the week. It is the one and only. It is DJ Sesame Broccolini. I love me some Sesame Broccolini. This guy, fiery like a dragon. Like a dungeon dragon. High heat. Sesame. Broccolini. Yeah, so this has been a crazy week, um, <laughs> but we made it. We made it. We made it. Yes, it has absolutely been a crazy week. And I got to tell y'all, I don't, it, it, I don't know what I would do without two yummy items. My DJ Sesame Broccolini and, of course, not just any old king cake, the Dong Fong, baby, the Rolls Royce of king cakes, the new legend of king cakes. Um, I've still got a little bit left. I've been pacing myself, um, because I'm not an amateur here. Okay. I know, I know what I'm dealing with and I know how to handle a situation. Okay. All right. Speaking of handling a situation, whoo, Donald Trump's attorney, Alina Haba was on when she came out of the courtroom today. And we're going to play a little bit of her in a moment, but in case you have not heard, the jury came back today and awarded the woman who and to Anderson Cooper said that rape was sexy. The woman who named her, her cat vagina, the woman whose friend took the stand and said she was an addict and she was addicted to herself. That woman was awarded a sum total of over $83 million today by court. Absolutely despicable. And let me tell y'all, just in case you accidentally thought that this was a case of sexual harassment, of, of a false sexual harassment or false sexual assault uh, case. It was not. This was actually a case about free speech. 
And that's really what so many conservatives are missing as they tell the, uh, the updates as to what happened and what went down in the courtroom. Just because the allegations, the center of the, uh, the allegations or the matter that was brought forth was supposedly allegedly about that, um, it ultimately, what happened today was about defamation. Because remember, she was, he was not criminally charged and related to sexual assault. This was a civil trial that had to do with defamation and words that he spoke about her after she made the false accusation. And that's really what people need to be focusing on tonight. That and the way that the injustice was laid down in the courtroom. Despite the shenanigans, um, like everybody was talking, about Trump getting up and leaving in the middle of closing arguments today. He had every right to get up and leave a courtroom, just like he had every right to say to, to say when he was falsely accused of sexually assaulting a woman back 30 years ago in a Bergdorf. I've never met this woman and she's, you know, and, you know, I, she's a hag and I wouldn't, I wouldn't lay hand on her. You have every right in this country to make whatever nasty comment you want to make about somebody. That's called free speech. And the burden of proof was on her to prove that Donald Trump sexually assaulted her in the first place, which she didn't. And then when it came to defamation, it was on her and her attorneys and the prosecutors uh, to prove, or the plaintiff's attorneys in a civil trial, to prove a few things. Number one, first and foremost, that what Donald Trump said was untrue, that it was said to a third person with malice, and that the statements made caused harm to the individual. Where was the proof that Donald Trump had met her? Where was the proof on top of the fact that Donald, uh, uh, on the no zero proof whatsoever on the fact that he had touched her in, in any way that she at all, let alone in any way she didn't want it? Want. Where is the proof that he, that the statements that he made in the course of defending himself were with malice? Malice implies not that your your malice in, in in the legal sense means that you're trying to harm somebody. He was trying to defend himself. A dude has every right to say, "I'd never touch that woman. She's she's ugly. She's fat. She's whatever." You, men have a right to say that, and you can think it's nasty, but that doesn't make it defamatory. And what damages did she suffer? Did she lose a job over it? No, she worked with the Democrats in the state to be able to change the laws because on top of everything else, it had been well past the statute of limitations in the state. At no point in the past 30 years has this woman ever suffered any damage in any way, shape, or form out of this. Donald Trump was railroaded. And let me tell you, most particularly with the because of the words that he used. Before we get to Alina Haba's uh, statements that she made out of the courtroom, I want to go back to uh, John Wu, who I believe was assistant uh, attorney general in uh, W's uh, Department of Justice and comments that he made today about this case. Sesame, if you can play the clip from John Wu. I agree fully with Andy. The whole point of this, this enormous damages, unprecedented damages now, 
is to tell Donald Trump to shut up. Right? If, if you could think of this way, every time Donald Trump wants to insult Gene Carroll, he's going to have to write a $40 million check for each sentence. That's how bad this is. Hmm. I, I can't believe his lawyers haven't succeeded in just telling him, look, campaign for president, run for president, make your accusations about a two-tiered justice system, but leave this alone. Stop attacking people who are no longer public citizens. Stop attacking people where you've already lost and the court has already said what you've done is liable. Because every time he insults her again, he's going to have to cut another 20 to $30 million check. Because he has a right to insult people. He did nothing wrong. Who did wrong? I want to play a little bit of of Alina Haba before she got cut off by Jake Tapper because she was laying out all the different ways in which the Constitution was shredded in order to railroad, to punish, to persecute and prosecute Donald J. Trump for having done nothing wrong. And let me tell you, America, if they could completely shred the Constitution to take him down and destroy him, you're next. Sesame, if you can play Alina Haba, first clip in the stack. There was no proof, and I couldn't prove that she didn't bring in the dress. There was no DNA. There was no expert. My experts were denied. Two of them, two of them were denied to come in. They didn't bring, let me bring up that Reed Hoffman funded Ms. Kaplan. And you know what we got in there? That my witness, who was her friend, who said that she is a drug addict and the drug addict is herself. That friend I found out in there was paid for by Miss Kaplan's firm. And that is disgusting. That is a violation of everything I stand for. And that is why I stand with Trump. And that is why so many Americans are so proud that he is running again and so excited to run to the ballot box. But don't get it twisted. We are seeing a violation of our justice system, ladies and gentlemen. You are not allowed to be stripped of every defense that you have. You are not allowed to be All right, so you're getting an idea now about why Donald Trump's attorney is perceived as effective as she is, which is not particularly effective. Uh See, he had to cut her off because even earlier, um, before uh, she was, uh, before the beginning of that clip, they, because the uh, clip services didn't play all of her statements, he, he Tapper jumped in because she was laying out all the ways in which Donald Trump was stripped of his ability to defend himself in a courtroom. How about she talked about the fact that before he took the witness stand, the judge demanded to know in advance every question she was going to ask and every answer Donald Trump was going to give. That is a violation of Trump's rights. He also denied her the ability to introduce into evidence Jean Carroll telling Anderson Cooper that rape is sexy. She was denied the ability to introduce into evidence that um, her that there was an exact plot line from a 2012 Law and Order SVU episode. She claimed at one point that it was a complete coincidence, and her law lawyers tried to get the judge to instruct the jurors that there was no evidence in the record that the episode even actually existed. We don't have a justice. Stop saying there's a two-tier system of justice in this country. There is no system of justice in this country right now. They're going to uh, appeal, but I don't know who's going to take it up.
Anything you want to add? Well, I, I'm behind. Let me go ahead and take a break, and then we come back. Um, we can. Uh, I'll see if there's any uh, further updates on this, and then uh, stick with us. Later on, we got Bob Walters with his education segment. Stay tuned. Andrea K. Telling you like it is while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It's taken a lot of time in this country to get to where we are, where our system of justice has been destroyed. Part of what led to what happened in this courtroom is, is what happened during the Brett Kavanaugh Supreme court before the break, we were talking about the jury coming back, uh, awarding aging Carroll, a piece of human excrement, 80 something million dollars, including $12 million, by the way, uh, for a, uh, a, a reputation repair program. You can't repair the reputation of a woman who says rape is sexy. She's, she's a disgusting, disgusting pig of a woman. No woman make ever says those words come out of her mouth. And part of what led to, to, to where we are today is what took place in Brett Kavanaugh's nomination, where the left orchestrated lies against a good man, false accusations of rape, including false accusations of him being involved in gang rape back when he was in college. It got so bad against him, and it was every bit of it was lies, and it involved senators like Kamala Harris and Cory Booker and Dianne Feinstein. And when it was over, it was so bad that he was no longer allowed to coach girls at Harvard, no longer allowed, he wasn't coaching girls at Harvard, but teach at Harvard, as well as coach high school basketball girls. And when that was all over, Mitch McConnell was asked whether or not he was going to file ethics complaints and what he was going to do about the senators who cooked all of this up to destroy a good man, as well as to destroy the concept of innocent until guilty in this country, because that's where part of what led us to here. That was never about rape. That was always about trying to control our Justice Department, shred constitutional rights for, for Americans that were Trump supporters. That was Jan 6. That was the Jan 6 crap. It's all been about amassing power to the deep state and the FBI and the Justice Department, whether it's at the U.S. Attorney's offices, DA's offices, AG office, or on the Supreme Court. Lower courts, appellate courts, circuit courts. That's where the power is. That's where the takedown is. And they have been systematically destroying our constitutional rights. Believe all women. I said at the time, no. Oh, I was supposed to give up my woman card. No. It's devastating where we're at in this country right now. And there's, and there's even, and even worse was the DeSantis people today celebrating this. You are as much useful idiots as AOC is. Anything you want to add, Sesame, before we have to move on from this topic? 
I'm just glad you said that about some of the RDS influencers out there who are just jumping onto this. Call it a witch hunt. Look, this just this whole thing just confirms to me these are political persecutions. They're trying to turn off the suburban women vote. They're trying to poison the well against Trump. They're trying to punish him in any way that they can by any means necessary. And the fact that the scandal here is defamation. I mean, you just falsely accuse somebody of rape or sexual assault, present zero evidence. And then when that person says, I've never met you, this is completely untrue. They get punished for defending themselves. Like this is, I just, we are living in a police state. It's, it's just crazy to me. Uh, This is tyranny. It's almost like these aren't elections anymore. These are selections and the deep state doesn't want to select Trump. And so they will do everything in their power. And so look, people, it's bigger than Trump though. It is bigger than Trump. Because your your point, this, there is no criminal justice system anymore. A bunch of Democrat judges, Democrat prosecutors, Democrat biased juries, all going after him as the GOP front runner when he just is coming off of two massive victories. It's such, it's so clear as day. It's a political persecution. So if people don't see that, then I don't know how they else to show see it. Like, they see they, what they, it is. We see, they see it. But the problem is Sesame is that they're, they are the quintessential useful idiots. These are the people that don't, that don't realize that they're ushering in a system that literally as I don't know if you ever heard the former KGB guy back in the 70s talking about how we don't have to we don't we don't even have to use bullets. We're going to take down the West from the inside. And just like what happened under Mao, the first people to be lined up and shot will be the useful idiots. And by the way, as for right now, that's the DeSimps. That's the DeSantis supported because they're even dumber than the Democrats because they're supposed to know better. They're not supposed to be the useful idiots. It's shameful who's who's so willing to to you know uh, go along with tyranny for their own egos, their own feelings. It's insane, literally insane. It's crazy. And you know who was doing it today? Jenna Ellis. It it just it's crazy. Um, uh, speaking well, just, of other just topics, for the record, because there's yeah. all these like like you said, Jenna Ellis, all these fake moral superiority Uh, if we had a real criminal justice system that means everybody including people that you don't like personally gets a free fair trial by a jury of their peers with an impartial judge so again this is the thing rds and his team they keep missing the bigger picture if they can do this to trump they can do it to anybody the whole system is being corrupted and one day it's like that's the thing about being a useful idiot you help to create your own demise you you help to build the machine that one day is weaponized against you and i don't know if they can't see it or if it is just a pride and an ego thing like you're saying or maybe just it's a sore loss thing maybe people are just sore losers and they're upset that ron ron DeSantis did not run a good campaign i'm sorry i like the guy but he ran a terrible campaign and now they're rooting for the demise of trump but really it's the demise of america that they're pushing and i don't know if they understand that or not but it's terrifying it's truly terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Uh, it, it, it is. In fact, here is my former friend, John Cardillo. Highly possible the preposterously unjust uh, $83 million award might have been considerably lower had Trump not ranted about Carol and the judge in 35-plus posts two days before the jury deliberated. Shooting yourself in the foot isn't defending yourself, except Uh, The jury's not supposed to be on Twitter. This is exactly 
the kind of moronic campaigning crap, anti-Trump crap that costs DeSantis. And if these people don't pull their heads out of their butts, we're dead. Dead. Going to take a break. We come back. We're going to shift gears. Maybe we've got some good news we can talk about in the schools. Maybe that'll cheer me up. <laughs> Stay with us. Andrea Kay, telling you like it is, while eating a donut, too. It's the Andrea Kay Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea Kay Show. Look, y'all know I'm in desperate need of some good news after this trial situation with Trump. If I'm actually looking to these stories uh, about our schools uh, to be uplifted because <laughs> our schools are even worse than our courtrooms right now. But actually, here is the good news. It seems as though every week now, and Bob Walters has been our education contributor for years, and every week it seems like we're getting more and more and more good news as awareness is increasing and parents and citizens who aren't even parents are pushing back against the insanity. And he joins me right now like he does every Friday night. Hello, my dear. Hello. Good to be here. All right. Great to have you. Um, you're taking a little trip to Alabama soon. Um, you just going for fun or business? I'm What's going my on? my daughter and, and two grandkids. Aw, wonderful. For just one day, but she says I need to stay for <laughs> she wants you to stay five or six days, so I will. Well, good, good. And you're going at the right time of year because it's not going to be August, uh, super humid and miserable. So, all righty. Um, you got some good news for me tonight, my dude, because I need it. <laughs> I do. All right. First of all, West Virginia has introduced a bill which would require restroom and changing areas to be used only by persons of that biological sex designated for the bathroom. However, if someone really can't do this, they do allow the use of single occupancy bathrooms where they exist for people that are outside of this rule. That's weird. Anyway, they're generous. So I want to make sure I understand. Hang on. So um, so basically, if somebody's refusing to use the bathroom of their biological sex, they're like, you can go use a single one. You know? Correct. Okay. That's the only accommodation that should be made for these people. That's it. Yeah. So I like it. That's good news. Okay. <laughs> a bill in South Carolina is to ban gender-affirming care and requiring schools to out students to their parents when they're considering transgender life. So that's good news. All right. Frankly. That's very good news. Very good news. So that's South Carolina. So we've got West Virginia and South Carolina. I'm looking forward to seeing some uh, northern states get uh, get in on some good news, but I'll take it. Oh. Okay. Well, right now I got another southern one. Florida bill oh. banned pride pride flags in schools and government buildings. It expected to pass this week. In fact, it did pass this morning. So, good. That's yeah, great the news. There's no reason for, you know, look, you know, in this country, you've got a right to fly whatever flags you want in your own home. But just like this government isn't supposed to be endorsing one religion enforcing one religion there also should not be anybody our government in any way shape or form forcing this which is an ideology and a religious one at that for many people on the rest of us so that's great news 
It is good news. All right. In Idaho, Republican platform calls children an inheritance of the Lord. The legislature is considering a bill which would ban porn books and materials from libraries and school classrooms. So that's one of your northern good. states. Well, there we go. Okay. I, I love it. One. Idaho's they're they're solidly conservative, at least somewhat in that area. Yeah, um, they're yeah. trying to the kooks are trying to take it over, as you can tell with the porn books and stuff. But I look forward to them passing some legislation to stop it. Here's another one. Utah became the first state in 2024 to pass a bill on bathrooms used in schools, airports, public spaces, and colleges, which strongly condemns violations for the wrong biological sex use in the bathroom. This is a strong one, which requires six months <clears throat> minimum jail time for any violation. Love it. Look, if you're a man who wants to live your life as a woman, you still need to go in and use the stall that aligns with your parts, okay? And stay away from bathrooms where women are at. End of discussion. And actually, the first state to really had jail time if you don't do it. Good, good. Because I've seen too many videos and seen myself. I was at the Target. I hadn't been back. At the Target over on Balboa here in San Diego, um, I, I'm walking in and walking out is like a six foot, you know, man in a wig. Okay. Putting a wig on your head does not make you a woman. So, you know, I, I, no. So, wow. All but, right. Um, West Virginia state Senate, not to be forgotten, voted to put in God, we trust in all classrooms and allow teachers to discuss theories and how the world was created other than through evolution. There was a certain amount of opposition, but the action should hold with the passage of the bill yesterday. Good. I love it. I love it. Yep. It doesn't say which God, you know, it doesn't say, it doesn't say you have to accept Jesus as your savior. No, it does. It's, it's pretty clean. Okay. Tripp won't win the Nevada primary, but will be the state's 2024 nominee. I got some friends in in Nevada and they were all upset because they looked at the ballot they got in the mail and Trump's name wasn't mm-hmm. on it. His name's not on the ballot, but he is participating in the caucuses two days later. So you either vote in the poll or you go to the sitting caucuses with your neighbors. That's weird. I didn't know they had two because friends of mine, um, actually, one my friend's daughter, well, she was when she was in high school, was like one of these caucus leaders, you know, that like, you know, leads the, the caucus vote. I, I don't know why they would have a primary and a caucus. That's weird. Um, but he's already and projected I, to be the winner because Nikki Haley's not even uh, not even campaigning there. She knows she's toast. No, I agree. Yeah. Interesting. But I, at least I answered my friends. They were lost what to do. They were all afraid. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But we worked it out. Okay. College crazies. A billionaire couple in Michigan has contributed 100 million Atlantis Spellman's College, the largest single gift to a black college in American history. Spellman said it would use $75 million for scholarships and the rest for campus improvements. That's pretty amazing. Well, let me ask you this. That's a huge amount of money. Uh, look, if, if people, hey, wherever you want to spend your money, and hey, if you want to put your money towards, you know, a college or university, in fact, that's the way it should be instead of taxpayer money. But I'm curious if you know if this billionaire couple in Michigan who did this, are they um, black or are they um, some other ethnicity? No, they're, they're white. I, I checked them out. I looked them out on the picture. 
All right. The reason why I was asking, because I, I just thought it might've been a, just a wonderful story if it was, you know, somebody who had graduated from Spelman and giving back to, to their college, but um, whatever the reason, I think that's, you yeah. know, that's, a, that's buku bucks. It's not a racist deal. It's strictly uh, black right. white people contributing to a black college. Well, well, I mean, if this is a white couple who did it, no wonder you're the only one reporting on this story because, you know, it doesn't align with a narrative um, uh, that all white people are racist if they're given 100 right. million bones to an HBCU, right? Correct. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Watchdog Group demands John Hopkins eliminate DEI program after its administrator on campus called all white people and Christians as privileged and created toxic culture. You know, Johns Johns Hopkins is that the same? Yeah, that's the same Johns Hopkins, right? That was supposed to be the great like medical institution. Yep, yep, it is. And you know, I'm going to have to go and forward. Any doctor who treats me that's under the age of 40 is going to have to. I'm going to have to be looking at where'd you go to. I'm going to look them up. Where'd you go to? Where'd you go to med school? And honestly. You know, at Columbia, any of these wackadoo DEI places, and actually anybody who's in med school now and beyond, I, I don't want—I don't want to come near me with a stethoscope, um, because this is this is why DEI needs to be changed to DIE going forward. Yeah, it really is bad. Okay, um, California Lutheran University, which I'm familiar with, voted 12 to three, asking the president Lori Vallota, due to her inability to govern properly. Enrollment has dropped 25% in the past two years. She's accused of bowing to misguided and unrestrained political cancer culture. So she's been voted out? Yep. And, you know, um, interesting thing, I I did a little research because I've heard an awful lot of women being president of these colleges, and I was a little shocked to find that in 1982, there was only 6% of the colleges had a female president. Today, it's it's, it's 39%. Well, and they sound so far. They sound like real winners. We've got Claudine Gay, the plagiarist. <laughs> now we've got the, now we got this chick uh, who can't govern property properly, and enrollment has dropped. You know, it's this bad. just goes to show why is anybody being hired on the basis of their parts? Okay, it's supposed to be. This is why they just you know it. This just hurts women. It's just an indictment of DEI every time we turn around in uh, it, 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 it common sense has, has left the building a long time ago, Bob. Oh, I agree. I got some more stuff mm-hmm. soon. You're going to, before we oh, finish dear. today, Wisconsin's oh, law students are told there is no exceptional white people. This is in first year students who must attend racial training seminar. <laughs> more racism. Well, uh, okay. Well, uh, how was somebody supposed to to represent white people then? White people don't need lawyers. <laughs> Is I that where we're going here? Again, I wouldn't have. Uh, I wouldn't hire an attorney who's who's um, you know it, it, it graduate in in law school in the fi- last ten years. Uh, now we now agree. we're churning out attorneys who hate white people, and, and yeah. think about all the ways. That, that we depend and need lawyers uh, at times to represent us or, or a, need, a, a, either like as a plaintiff or a defendant. Yeah. The final one I got wow. is Mike Rowe, 
Very well, hang on just a second. We're, hang on just a second. We're up, we're up against a, a break. We're going to take a break. We come back. We're going to okay. continue the discussion with Bob Walters. So don't you go anywhere. This is the Andrew K. Show on AM 1170, FM 96.1, and streaming all over the world. Andrea K, bringing the world a much needed reality check. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Final segment in hour 1. If you missed the last segment, Bob Walters always reports on things that you're not hearing anywhere else in the news. And so download the podcast, and even if you listen to it, you're going to want to download it so that you can keep track of this information. So, Bob, you got more for us uh, in the College Crazies. What's next? Yeah, I got one more. Mike Rowe, who's an outspoken fellow as far as business is concerned, he says Mm -hmm. that a four-year degree no longer resonates with pride. They're shameful and no longer Mm -hmm. carry any good good reward for the, the students, which is a shame. No. No, it, it is a shame. It absolutely is, particularly when it costs a couple hundred grand. You're paying a couple hundred hundred grand, you know, to be, you know, turned into an idiot, turned into a dope. I mean, what's the point of that? Um, yep. All right. You, oh, now we got to get into the bad news portion of the program. Well, it's, it's a mix. <laughs> there's bad news and there's some good news mixed in there, as you'll find out. Oh, okay, out. good. Okay. Across the, the D, District of Columbia District, one in four teachers left their schools. Charter schools are feeling it the worst, which is odd. With 62% remaining in their classroom, the rest of them are gone. In the public schools, 78% remained. These 5,000 teachers just got a big pay raise last year, so it was a mystery why the huge drop. The reasons are many. The evaluation grading system is considered racially biased. Students are disrespectful, and they feel overworked. Weird. Well, I don't, I don't blame them. Yeah, you can give them a big pay raise, but when you're not allowed to discipline, when particularly given the fact that children aren't disciplined at home anymore, uh, the, you know, children being raised so much in godless homes, being taught to speak disrespectfully to their elders, uh, particularly the racial divisions going on. Um, they're not, you know, they're they're not taught to appreciate. They're taught to hate this country and to hate their fellow man. And it, and it's just a mess. And they're they're basically told that they get to have whatever they want in life going forward, and they don't have to earn it. So they're not you know knuckling down. It's just yeah, it's created a, a hostile teaching environment. So it's just terrible. The Democrats have just completely destroyed the system. Well, here's some more about Democrats. Democrats and the teachers okay. union in Chicago just killed the kids scholarship program, which blocked money for nine thousand lower income students. Now two wow. Catholic schools are closing since half their students were left when the scholarship program failed, was killed. Wow. So, so much for helping. Wow. Uh, that students. just breaks my heart, Bob, because here we are footing the bill to the tune of billions and billions and billions to financially support illegal aliens that are, that are flooding into this country. Um, but you know, uh, low-income students can't get a decent education. And by the way, America, that's not the Republicans doing this. It's the Democrats. No, it's not. Yeah, Shameful. Who, who brag about being so 
race is uh, conscious, but they're not. They're just really sad. Okay, here's another one that's kind of alarming. The FAA, Federal Administration for Air, diversity program includes focus on hiring people with, quote, severe intellectual and psychological disabilities as part of their DEI program. Oh, wow. Now they yeah. can serve yeah. pilots and traffic controllers. Really? Uh, yeah, Bob. <laughs> I mean, you're going to be flying to, uh, you might want to think about taking the bus to Alabama. <laughs> no, I couldn't <laughs> believe when I read this. I said, you've got to be kidding. Severe intellectual and psychological disabilities. Yes. To hire them into the DEI for being a pilot or. I mean, what? Or air traffic controllers is almost as bad. Somebody's somebody's yeah, in the middle of a psycho, psychotic breakdown. Planes are going to crash into each other. I mean, Bob. I mean, I I don't even. I'm at a loss. I don't even have anything to say here. Just another another Biden program. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, chronic absenteeism is remains strong in 84 schools in the nation, but Indiana has the worst situation. Hmm. Half the students are 80 in 84 schools are missing a month or more during the semester. Why do you think Indiana so much? That's weird. I know it's Midwest. What? Yeah. I don't (laughs) know. What are they working on the farm? I don't, I don't understand what's going on in Indiana. I don't either. Huh? Yeah. Weird. Okay. Okay. Milwaukee public schools reportedly distributes the, we, the D center whiteness memo to all teachers, D center whiteness. Whiteness is all around us. Educational practices have been rooted in whiteness and coming from the lens of whiteness for years. Their DEI hiring practices in K-12 schools require teachers to show commitment to left-wing ideology and anti-racism. Race, race, race. (laughs) Yeah, race, race, race. And they're saying it's coming from the lens of whiteness. You know, I spent, you know through undergrad and I'm trying to think did did my trigonometry teacher was from Britain dude never took a bath and you know when he taught trig it didn't have anything to do I I, I mean through the lens of whiteness what I mean when I was I took geology and I had to you know the the whether this was a quartz or whether it was limestone or sandstone didn't have anything to do with the teacher's skin color I mean this is just so crazy it was all Marxist-oriented. It is. By race, if they can't do it, by economics. Uh, shame. Yeah. It is. All right, a Seattle high school teacher has been accused of berating a student for saying he was straight. It's offensive because it suggests LGBT people are crooked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> Whatever. Oh, oh my God. Wow. I have to throw straight it has been used. Straight has been used since the beginning of the time to refer to people that are not gay. Okay. That that's just the way it is. And so now some teacher is going to berate and verbally and psychologically, emotionally abuse a student, man, you know what? I'm glad that's not my kid because if, did y'all ever see the movie, the hand that rocks the cradle? I don't know if you've seen that movie, but those of you who have, you remember that scene where Rebecca de Mornay goes onto the playground and confronts that little kid. That would have been me confronting this teacher. That's all I'm going to say well, to that. What else you got, Bob? <laughs> okay. U.S. military <laughs> receives a, a sharp drop in white recruits. The Army has fallen 10,000 short, but most of this is white personnel. 44,000 were enrolled in 2018. Today, the number is 25,700. 
Fifty-six percent in 2018, and now they make up 44 percent of the total military. So it's white people and young people who are not joining the military, unlike the Latinos and the blacks. Well, there's a lot of reasons for that because yeah, they're looking is. at upward mobility. Is you know the advancement now is based on uh, uh, you know they can't get anywhere. They're not going to be able. No, there's be- not going to be any advancement opportunities for them because they because there's systemic discrimination against white people as you just laid out so well across uh, your your broadcast. So we've got two minutes left, just enough time to tell everybody about We the Kids and if you have an update on uh, the uh, death tax. Okay, We the Kids, great organization. It's a, it's a, they provide you the information you need to help. To reverse your kids from the being indoctrinated in their schools about hating America and its history and its background. They teach you and show you everything. It's to show your children to turn their attitudes around, and it's free. You can donate to them, of course. They could use money to expand. They're getting ready to expand nationwide, so keep that in mind. But Excellent. look them up, wethekids.us, great organization. Okay. And then you got uh, the death tax. If you don't know what that is, that's that's a strange one that passed a year ago, a law that, that says if you, uh, when you die and you're giving your house to one of your children and your house was originally bought at 100000 and now it's worth 400000 you have to pay, the, the kid has to pay the tax on the 400000 not the 100000 Yeah, the Proposition 13, it was, does not carry over. Um, no, not. And so they're going to have to pay and, and have to pay it pretty immediately, I believe. So um, you have petitions, correct? Yep. Give your email out quickly because we're almost out of time. Okay. My email is robertjosephwalters at gmail.com. And I'll be happy to send you the background sheet and petitions, any number that you want. robertjosephwalters at gmail. Okay. All righty. Thank you so much, my dear friend. You have a wonderful weekend. You too. Take care. Thank you, honey. And you guys stick around. Hour two coming up. We got a couple crazy stories to share with you. And we're going to give you an update on the border as well. Don't go away.